I think we should. Uh, I think we should think a thing. All Make right. it happen. Thing happening thing. is happening, people. Test. People, put your hands together, people. Uh-oh. It doesn't get any better than this. Wait, are we? You said you were going to press. The, did you press the button? I'm not looking. I'm, at the I, I hit the button, baby, ladies. Oh, yeah, gentlemen. Recording. Do your thing. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe I've said too much. The O E O E O of internet podcast. My name is Mike Laffey, and I'll be your host this evening on the fine tour through the internet pipeline to your ear holes. I am joined, as always, by my good friends Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop and Izzy Swan of all things, IzzySwan.com. Gentlemen, fine to see you this evening. How are we? I, I'm, I, I can't speak for Izzy, but I have to tell you that adding video into this chat is is I, I just I can barely compose three words looking at your meaty body. I have to tell you, I only look at me. <laughs> so I I'm not kidding. I'll take a screenshot of this right now if you want to see it. <laughs> so as a matter of fact, I was actually I was told recently that you guys were also on this podcast, which I was not aware of. So <laughs> But we're aware. Oh, yes. the compulsory vanity has no bounds. <laughs> I'm I'm having a fantastic day. Is uh, everybody else shipping their brains out and making product? Well, I haven't exist? had. I've been on a low fiber diet, so I'm not really shipping that much. Oh, I'm shipping. Certainly not shipping like my brains out. It's it's. I had three too many burritos. Oh, burritos. There's no such thing as too many burritos. You take that back right now. <laughs> I won't have you speak that way on my podcast, goddammit. I'm, I'm usually but, uh, pretty good about gauging the amount of intake, but when it comes to burritos, gluttony's the word. I, I mean, there's just no, there's no stopping. I'm going until it's just too uncomfortable to go any further. So, uh, Izzy, uh, what you been up to, dude? How's things up in the oh, they are, Arctic Northeast of the they are awesome. worst state of the Union? They are awesome. I mean, everything is everything I've been working for and, and pushing towards, it's... It's all about to hit, you know. Um, we're dropping. fruition, or- fruition, fruition. Um, Great word. I feel like I feel like you know the last few months have been a just a large amount of I don't know. Just it just feels malaise to me. And now that that's all passed. <laughs> um, People are going to think we're doing this on purpose with the big words now. <laughs> um, no, I think you called them with uh, with. Uh, Rectal itch. Yeah, it's I, I think we're going to be just fine. I've, I've disqualified all of our <laughs> yeah, fair right. malaise. Yes. All right. I've, they felt like they have been kind of humdrum, dragging along, non, not as productive as I'd like them to be. And now next week we have our first load of, of material dropping for the furniture parts I'm making for um, for Green Gables. Which, when I say we have our first material dropping, I'm talking about half a semi load, which is just crazy exciting to me. I've ordered um, I've ordered a planer. Um, I'm writing all the files. Come January, when I get back from South Carolina to, for Christmas vacation, there's going to be dust in the air, baby, and I am so excited. You know, I've got uh, mm. I've made a big long list of videos for January. Uh, I've been working on the Toolmaster stuff, and that's all coming out. And it's just like everything's just kind of, it's just happening. And I get so excited, at, you know, especially because I don't do the, I don't do the let's, you know, the do to do kind of pace, which it seems like it's been the last couple months. And um, it's just, you know, I'm looking forward to working 16 hour days and just um, 
you know, all the madness that comes with it. I'm, I'm super excited. So yeah, it's been nice. doing good. That's man. fantastic. Good. Yeah. Did, so, well, dude, that's did, good to hear. Cause you know, it, it was, uh, it was a pretty painful startup over there for you. So it's nice to see that things are finally starting yeah, to come together. Yeah. Losing the sponsorship that we had for this was huge. That hurt a lot. Um, some physical, you guys know, uh, not going to get into it on, on the podcast, but some physical problems I've been having, um, you know, are just everything. Balls like, are just too big. It was just one there, thing after it. one thing after another. <laughs> and, um, it just kind of feels like everything's smoothing out. It's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting for 2017 to be over. This has been uniquely, unbelievably the most screwed up year of my entire life. I, I can't even, mm. I can't even begin to describe the amount of sadness and weirdness and craziness this we this year has been. So it's mm. just, I'm waiting. It's like, I don't know. I feel like 2018 or 2017 is going to be over and the sun's going to come out and angels will sing the clouds will part, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to the, I'm looking forward to the madness being back in my life again. And, uh, mm. it's going to be fun. That's awesome. But that- before we gloss over it though, you did say you bought a new planer. Can I tell you the most amazing purchase I've ever done for a tool? happens to also be the most boring which is taking my uh my good just built like a rock 15 inch jet which is the same as the paramatic and i put a helical head in it mm-hmm. and it was a painful process i tore the machine down to to the very castings put a helical head in it it was like a new machine mm-hmm. it was just the greatest thing i've ever experienced in a tool thank god i just bought the helical head instead of having to deal with all that baloney so. Oh yeah, it was just. It's like my, my when you had suction, and I don't know the exact like the physics of it, but when you had the suction that came over the the like you turned on like we have pretty big like Oneida thing, and you'd hit open the blast gate. It was like the same physics that happened in an air raid siren mm-hmm. with those three blades. You could hear this thing like a half mile away (laughs) and now with the helical head we there's no need to wear hearing protection it just it doesn't exist yeah yeah it's just crazy i can't i can't tell you how boring a story that is and how wonderful a thing it is yeah you know i'm probably edit that out too i mean as long as i'm doing it right might as well No, it's you know those those are the the little they say little things they're not little things those are the things that really make a difference in a shop is making improvements to equipment or you know um, getting better equipment. Now that being said, it's not something for the viewers. It's not something you're going to see much of. That's the more of the working side of the shop. Um, we do have a um, a nice Dewalt on order for you know videos and smaller form projects and stuff. So you'll probably see that a little bit. But are um, you saying you just don't want to be too highfalutin? No, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, there's, there's, the shop is broken up. There's the training side of it. There's the, there's the woodworking pro side of it. And then there's the video side of it. So, and I try to keep those things as separate as possible. I will probably at some point do a video about what we're doing on the production side, just so people understand what we're doing to help, you know, fund and, and keep the school up and running. Um, but I, I, it's not something I'm into, you know, I want to. What, uh, how, completely, uh, um, uh, sort of just a weird question how i mean how close would you be to actually doing a tour of your shop to show 
kind of where you're at and I what could, you've created, what the hell's going on up there. Like, that would be... Well, right now, it would be uh, look like utter chaos. I've got the filming area just about done. I've got the photo studio. Uh, we have an actual photo area. It's a, a 16 by 12 area with the rounded walls, rounded where it meets the floor. It's going to be rounded where the corner's rounded, so it's all, you know, pro type of stuffs. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, you know, aside from that, we have the insulation up, some drywall up. I've been fighting with uh, getting the heat guy over here to hook up my infrareds. I've been fighting with the electric guy to get over here. I've been fighting with the tin knockers. Um, you know, it's just... Uh, you say th- tin knockers. I imagine that means something HVAC. much more H- mature than, than I'm actually thinking. Yeah, H- HVAC guys. <laughs> so, yeah, heating and cooling. Um, in, the, in the trades, we call them tin knockers. Like we call electrician sparkies. You know, we call drywall drywallers for the most part nothing but bad names. Um, mm. You know, just in the contract. Well, that's side some. Of things. I I'd actually like to see a sort of a walk around tour of what you got going on, even if it is complete and total chaos. Well, that might not be a bad idea because I don't think people understand quite the scope of what we're doing. Like right now, I'm sitting in the where the receptionist will sit, and once the offices are put to place, we have 1,500 square foot office space right here. Um, there's two big offices over there. One will be mine. One will be the operations manager's. Then we have a big area inside of, just outside of those offices that'll be a crafting area for leather work, for 3D printers, for small form CNCs, the X-Carve, the Car-V, um, crafting, you know, uh, scrapbooking stuff, leather working stuff, anything that we can do in, you know, in a sitting down mm-hmm. type of environment. And of course, we'll do all of our design when I, when I have our, my designers up and stuff, we'll do our design stuff there. Um, so, you know, that's the kind of stuff that we're doing here. Uh, we got a nice little, um, coffee bar type of situation we're putting together in here, including, a including a, a espresso machine from, you know, like a Starbucks. So, so, we, so basically what you're saying is I should expect a walkthrough video sometime soon. Well, not right now. See, I've been putting it off because we haven't really done anything with the offices. I mean, it's still like 1970s uh, wallpaper and nasty floor. I kind of wanted to wait until. What about the before and after? I'm not, you know me. Guys. Oh, I'm not, I'm not a before it, and after kind of guy. I'm like a. I'm gonna slap you in the neck a, when I make my way up to. Michigan. I'm a, I'm a larger than life, bang wow kind of guy, and that's really what I, the effect I want to achieve. So it'd be like, I get it? Give me the before, goddamn. After it. Don't make I'm, me back. I'm still stuck on. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the 1,500 square feet of office space. My first shop when we first started the with the spartans and kind of everything gone viral my entire shop was 1500 square feet which i know is still bigger than a lot of people's shops yeah it was it was a roll-up door on one side and a roll-up door on the other and maybe a foot on each side of that roll-up door um you know and then whatever the distance is to equal 1500 then i had my one single office and one single bathroom and I can't tell you how many things we threw through one side to the other, just just in getting stuff out. And finally, we have no we're, some actual space. Yeah, we're very yeah. fortunate here. I mean, we've got the fifteen hundred square feet office, three bathrooms, one with a shower. Uh, we've got thirty four hundred square Wait. feet of shop floor space right now, with another twelve to sixteen being added in the spring. 
We've got the, the shower sh- video is the one I want to see. Forget I said anything about the Oh, water. no, you don't, man. Me sw- mm-hmm. that sh- Like me in that shower is kind of like trying to squeeze a sardine inside of another sardine. Oh, even better. Oof. Sounds like <laughs> pressed meat against the glass. You got me. You had me a little low. <laughs> yes. There will be but, flabby butt pressed against the glass just oh, for you, Mr. I, I, I just I need that in my life now, so, <laughs> so more so than anything. But, um, yeah, that's... um. Yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. It's all right. I'm just, I'm getting it. You can tell the excitement in my voice. It's all, I mean, we're weeks away from it. Everything just hitting and I'm just like, oh, finally, I'm having happy moments. Can, can you mention to the fine three listeners that, uh, that, that, uh, you invited a few folks up? Yes. The third week of January, well, the 15th through the 21st. Um, I'm hoping, I, I don't know how far along we'll be with equipment, but I'm hoping to have a lot of the equipment dropped for the school, the training center. And even if it's not, I know all the sizes so we can build cabinets and we can paint. And, um, we've got, uh, God, I love Woodland Creek. Rob has been so good to us. Uh, we have access to hundreds of thousands of really nice furniture. So we're going to get the offices all decked out and big conference table and um, build fixtures for all the tools and, and um, you know, the center, different centers for um, for the training center or different working areas for the training center. And I want to save some cool builds. Like, I want to build this massive downdraft dust collection system and make a video out of it. But I want to do that while everybody's here. So I've been saving that bit build and a couple other builds some and uh, for when people come so we can actually make videos of all this stuff. And uh, so anyway, yeah. So it's going to be so it's going to be a work party it's a work party yeah we're going to throw um we're i'm not sure about accommodations yet um we're going to either throw a bunch of air mattresses here in the office and we can share the three bathrooms and one shower or i'm going to do a uh a airbnb if i can find one here in the locale which is a bit sketchy i mean we're in calcasca so it's not like uh it's not like the um a thriving metropolis of you know options so um i'll see what i can find here locally and then we're going to have plenty of food and dancing girls and materials and tools. So, I mean, what more could you ask for? Awesome. Well, maybe not the yeah, dancing dude. girls, but yeah. Yeah, but you got a shower with flabby butt. Mm. Yeah, it's it, it, it. That would be that one's going to be because it's. You'd think in an industrial place like this, they would the hot water would last forever. But I'm pretty sure it's like a forty gallon tank, so you could have like two showers, wait for it to heat up again, two showers again. So if we have six or eight guys up here, it's going to be. We're hey, going to be showering in shifts. <laughs> so. Just saying, there's a there's there's whole swaths of the internet dedicated to shrinkage. So you can, <laughs> you can make you can make money on that too. Just saying. The um, you know, it's funny you talk about you know 1,500 square foot. I was actually showing a friend of mine. You know, my garage. I've actually got my. I took some time over the last couple of weeks. You know, the 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 uh, Joel had a podcast. Uh, I think I think you were on our podcast. I think I don't know. People tell me you guys are on the show with me, and I believe them. But um, <laughs> a while back, Joel had said something that you know, if you one of the best things you can do for your shop is to just clean it. You know, start organizing things and kind of going through. So I've had um, like last Sunday and the Sunday before that, I had a few hours of kind of downtime. So just went out in the garage and started putting things together. I got a, a permanent table and station for my CNC machine. I've got a new cabinet I bought for um, all my hand tools. I doesn't got my your, tables. Doesn't your table saw feel lonely without it actually supporting your CNC? No, no. I lay naked on it all the time. So it's, I mean, it's fine. But the, um, yeah, so the, <clears throat> I got the table saw and I got, you know, a little workbench behind it, nice little station. I put a new wood rack up. So 
my my shop actually I've got about half of my garage is basically just my area. The rest of it is all my kids' tools and you know place to walk through it all. And I mean, when I was showing it off to somebody, they were like, "So you know, what do you make?" And I was like, well, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "This did, you don't do this for a living?" And I was like, "No, no, this is just a." This is a hobby for me. And they're like, dude, this is way too much stuff for this to be a hobby. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, you start looking at it. And, and it was kind of the first time I ever really thought that is that, you know, I started looking around and I've got, I mean, I've got pretty much all of the tools and the space that you would need to have a full, you know, sort of production level shop where you'd be, I could be in there making things all day long, you know, and it's just, um, but I guess I never really thought of it that way because I don't use it that way, you know, so it's just like, but people looking in from the outside are like, "Wow, you like this? This looks like a business in here, you know?" Because I mean, just I, I'm telling you, the uh, the ninja phone holder. You could be the ninja phone holder uh, king of Chicago. That's the uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you have to have aspirations, and you know, I, I should probably do that. But the um, I, I think that I've got a couple of cool ideas for things that I haven't seen any of online. So I've been working on some things sort of in the background. I'm not really going to share those because then, you know, other people might start doing them first. And I'd like to have that Gizmodo first front page <laughs> hit. So I'm, but, not, um, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure that's necessarily a good thing. Yeah, it's probably true. Um, but. Yeah, things at work are kind of winding down a little bit now, which is nice because I'm able to get home before 9.30 um, most nights. So uh, I say that, but we'll be doing next year's planning coming up here soon, which is just going to ramp everything right back up. So, But, um, yeah, Joel, what have, you, uh, what have you been up to? What do you got going on? Are you just, just cutting, sanding, and shipping all day, every day still? So uh, today I got home from work relatively early and i brought my laptop out i sat on the couch and i promptly fell asleep um that's pretty much how i'd like to end every day um but in it's it's funny you're like you know it's very therapeutic and we talked about this and i said one of the best things you can do is clean the shop you know and kind of get yourself reoriented my shop looks like a bomb hit it there are empty cartons everywhere. There's, you know, cut out pieces of Baltic birch just like piled. Uh, I, if, if a fire started, I, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know if I'd be happy or just be like, of course it did. You know, hmm. that's completely reasonable. Um, but no, it's, it's just, uh, so this week has been uh, insanity. Our numbers are something like... Uh, we're shipping uh, today. We had uh, by the time we stop shipping, our cutoff is 4:30 and 5:30. 4:30 for FedEx and UPS, and 5:30 for USPS because we go directly to the annex. And I think we were in like the 58 or 60 range, mm. but which isn't like an insanity uh, if you had the product on hand. We're to the point now where we're we are building hours before we're shipping. Wow, like dude. like it's just enough to let the glue set up. Now we use some very fast glue, um, but you know, our our products finishing all that stuff um, are literally like we're now counting the hours. Like how long does it take <laughs> us to build thirty of those things? And it's just it's it's been a crazy year. 
Like every year we say we're going to do better and every year we do better. It's just every year kicks our ass. Yeah. And this is one of those crazy years. Well, it's not. Well, that's awesome, dude. I mean, it's, you know, it's a happy problem to have. So I mean, it, congratulations. It's, it's insane. Well, thank yeah. you very much. It's, it's, I, I, if I sound like I'm complaining, I'm not, I, I, I am simply, uh, a little exhausted and a lot, um, trying to figure out a why and why I didn't do better. And that's, <laughs> that's pretty much what well, my life right now. From, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, and you're looking at when you're looking at your year and, and you know, the obviously for what you do, this part of time of the year is going to be the most insane for you. But it's hard to justify going out and spending the money and spend the energy and, and you know, the investment into really stocking a whole bunch of stuff when you don't completely understand how it's going to perform. You know, and you, it's impossible to really know what that next level is going to be and how it's going to perform. Now, you have a pretty good key factor now because you've been pretty steadily growing about 20, 20 to 25% every year. Is that correct? Is that about right? I think we were, uh, well, the first couple of years, we, I think we were at around 20%. And then last year was not a huge bump. Um, last year was, uh, was a not, I think maybe a 5 or 6%. This year has been something around 38%. All right, so you and know this, you're, this month alone is something like fifty-seven percent. Well, you know you start you're starting to get a basis for average of growth, so you can actually start a few months early. Go, okay, I know that I'm going to hit at least fifteen percent growth this year. What can I do at this point to out you know allocate some energy and some and some you know resources to lighten that load? Yeah, so. and and that's exactly that. Literally, word for word, I looked in August. I looked at our numbers. And I said, okay, we're going to need this many blankety blanks and this, this, and this. And then I did those things. And I said, okay, by the end of October, we need to have all this shipped in to Amazon's warehouses uh, to have on stock at our place because we ship out through other channels. And uh, it all shipped out. And by Cyber Monday, we were out of stock. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is, dude. And yes. and there's a t- there's a two week delay between the time we ship something out, Amazon gets it from a from shipment, b they have to receive it into inventory, and then c they have to transfer it around to their other spots. Mm-hmm. So basically, we'll ship to one warehouse, then they spider it out to ten warehouses throughout the country to get things closer. That's how they do their logistics. And so, um, so yeah, so I said, okay, we'll get, you know, we'll get 30 cases, this and this and this. And we had all this stuff done. And then I was freaking out. I, I mean, freaking out in a good way. I said, oh my God, Cyber Monday is insanity. Mm-hmm. And it's never hit us that hard. And then everything else, at some point, we, we actually have to stop shipping to the Amazon warehouses where we just fulfill ourselves. And that's mm-hmm. where we're at now. There is no more stock in Amazon of anything. We've stopped on certain lines because we just can't do them. There are no more beer flights to be had. So we're now doing other things just just to, to keep those things in stock, mainly because they have slightly better profit margins on them. This is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's crazy. I can't. Like if you said, uh, by the way, you know what you sent in, you need to double that. 
uh, I would have been like, I don't know where to, I don't know where I can get that kind of cash. And are you are you high? You know, I don't, I don't, why would I spend that much in Amazon charging me those storage fees for the next six months while I try to sell that crap? Yeah. And and by crap, I mean our highly, <laughs> highly coveted, highly, products. Coveted highly products. sought after products. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. And and so, but it's I don't know. It's just, it's a it's a crazy thing. Just think if you would have kept the B traps, you'd have been in deep trouble. <laughs> Oh, buddy, it's, it's, and the funny thing is I actually laid off of making any new products. I have on my floor next to my desk, there are 13 to 15 different prototypes, all of things that we can fairly easily make, Mm. uh, like wine bottle, uh, boxes Mm -hmm. and different styles of cutting boards. And there's a very cool and kind of unique, um, uh, six pack beer carrier that nobody else is doing um which is actually a fairly good market um and there there's a bunch of other things um and i i was like i don't think i don't think we're ready to launch any new stuff Mm -hmm. and i think funny enough i think i was actually right on that at the time i thought ah you're just a lazy bastard Mm. and you don't want to have to go through this process of getting this stuff all the packaging and all the things that come with that Mm -hmm. um and it, I think, honestly, we would have just been, it would have been, it been there and it would have been gone. I've been like, oh, well, that was nice. Mm. Well, so, that actually, yeah. uh, I don't know how well that segues into what we wanted to be a topic. I think it does pretty good. But the um, idea that we decided we were going to talk about was, you know, goals for 2018. So um, I think your goals for 2018 are probably to be built up to the point where you can actually sell all your things by the end of the next year (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i have um, have a long list of goals well good uh because i think we have like 40 minutes to kill so uh, you know please (laughs) don't be shy (laughs) right um but no i just i thought it'd be a good idea since we're getting a little bit closer to the end of the year we're not really sort of at that you know hey new year's resolution podcast that everybody does and it's terrible and i hate it but um you know just do the uh you know hey what do we got on the docket for 2018? What are some of the goals, plans, goodies, you know, things that you're, you're hoping to do or accomplish in the upcoming year? Um, Why don't you start us off? Me? Mr. Laffey? Yeah. Izzy and I have been talking for like, I don't know, 27 minutes and four seconds. It feels kind of weird not hearing from Mr. Laffey very, very much for the last, you know. I just figured, you know, you guys are, uh, I mean, the thing is, is the level of excitement that you guys currently have. I know. Izzy, did you realize that Mike Laffey was poached from us for an episode? Oh, yeah, I remember. He's all talked out. I I should, I probably should take this minute to say to to the folks over at uh, Reclaimed Audio, uh, that decided they Who? wanted to have a special guest. Um, they settled on just guest, so that was nice. And then they chose me, and um, it was a fun little episode we did. Uh, they had maybe the worst game I've ever heard of on a podcast, some tool association nonsense that uh, I, I every time they said something, I wanted to say, that's what you split your head open with, right? Because this has to end sometime. But the... Um, so yeah, so uh, but no, but the uh, the guys over there, Ray Claimed Audio, asked me to uh, if if I would come on the show and, and talk for a little while to help us kind of promote this. So that was incredibly generous of them. Um, did, I don't. Did think... they make you pay? 
It's, you know, we're still, we're actually kind of, we're in arbitration on that. I don't, you know, I can't really talk much about it right now. Um, so, you know, I mean, they, they gave me a number and then, you know, then after it was over with, they were like, wow, that sucked really bad. We're going to need more. And I was like, ah, so yeah. So it's, you know, lawyers, right. We'll, we'll get it figured out. So, um, so yeah, so, but I wanted to say thank you to the guys over there for, for having me on and, and, uh, you know, I, I don't think that, uh, I don't think it was terrible. So <laughs> that's, that is, that is by far the quietest I've ever heard Bill Lutz. <laughs> oh no. Did I ruin Bill? Uh, that, that would be the, the thing that I would absolutely not want is to not have him use words, but, uh, but anyway, yeah. So thank you very much to the reclaimed audio guys. Um, they are at reclaimed audio by the way, which Bill Lutz got wrong. when We had him as a guest on our show. So, um, because he said they were reclaimedaudio.com, which is actually not the thing. So, uh, check those guys out over there. But, uh, yeah, thanks again, guys, for having me on. Um, love all of you dudes. It was a, it was a good time, interesting, you know, conversations. And it was a lot of fun breaking your balls basically for an hour. So, uh, I appreciate you having us. But, um, yeah, so, okay, goals, 2018. Um, I don't know, how sappy do you want me to get? Because I get, I, you know. Let's hear it I've, all, I've been man. told that Spit I. it out that I get pretty sappy. Well, I, let me, uh, let me start with some personal things just to kind of get those out of the way because, um, uh, you know, why not? Right. So, uh, a couple of things that I really want to spend a lot of time on, uh, in, going into the next year, uh, I'm getting a little bit older. Um, my kids are starting to, you know, get where they're going to have goals of their own one day. And I'd like to be around for some of those things. So, uh, one of the things I'm trying to focus some energy on, and I, I really want to make this a, a, a primary focus of my life for the next year, is to be a lot more health conscious. Um, I want to lose a whole bunch of weight. Uh, I don't know that I'm morbidly obese, but I'm probably close. <laughs> so, actually, I don't know that that's the case either. But uh, yeah, I could I could stand to lose a few pounds and uh, just feel better. And um, I, you know, everybody has this goal all the time. The problem with me is that I'm getting to the point where, uh, at some point someone's going to force this on me medically. So I'm trying to sort of outrun that. So I'd like to, um, yeah, I'm going to be spending a lot of time focusing on, you know, eating right. Um, spending some time doing some, you know, kind of hokey things like, you know, I, I actually meditate every morning, um, which I find to be incredibly beneficial. Um, I don't know, you know, if people, I heard meditate, but I, but I immediately thought drink. Same thing. Um, you know, it's funny because I'm talking about health, and I'm sitting here drinking a uh, a vodka with a um, Sprite Zero, which, by well, the see, way, there you go. Gluten free, no carbs in any of it. So that's uh, I don't know if that matters or not, but so yeah. So just want to um, you know spend a lot of time, a lot of energy, kind of getting myself right, so that you know when I get to be 60, 70 years old, I don't have to have both my legs sawn off or. You know, my kids wipe my ass or any of that stuff. So that's, um, those thoughts are kind of weighing heavily on me. Um, professionally, I don't really know what I would want different out of this year. Um, the last couple of years have been pretty good. Uh, I work for a uh, relatively new division of a mortgage company. Um, we've experienced a lot of really good growth over the last couple of years. And the, you know, things just seem to be doing pretty well for us. So, uh, I mean, they could come in and shut the whole thing down, you know, at the end of the year, but uh, I don't know that that's their plan. So, um, and the company we work for, we do a really good job for the folks that we handle. So, um, you know, professionally, I'm not, you know, more of the same is probably going to be enough, but I think, 
just a lot of personal focus on, you know, getting healthier, spending more time with my family, maybe even trying not to be so focused on work all the time. Um, you know, doing more things with my kids more frequently, that type of stuff. So those, those type of things for me, uh, in 2018 are going to be, you know, kind of a, a primary focus from a making standpoint. Um, I do have a couple of business ideas. I, I, I have a company name now. Um, I'm meeting with my accountant actually tomorrow morning. We're going to talk about potentially starting up a little LLC for me so I can at the very least write off a whole bunch of stuff that I spend money on. Um, but you know, possibly get some products out there and start selling some things on the side so I can, um, you know, again, not, not really do this for a living, but maybe put some energy into, uh, creating a business out of, you know, what I do in my spare time. Um, if I can, I, I don't think I'll ever get to a situation where I can trans transition completely from what I do full time to, uh, you know, building things or whatever the case may be. I mean, that's, you know, it, it could be, I, and honestly, I don't even know if I'd want to do that because, um, sorry, I just dropped my cup of vodka, but, um, yeah, so I, I don't, um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know that I could ever transition from what I do to making full time. Um, I, I'd probably hate myself for doing it. Cause I really, I really, that, that space to me is very sort of precious, but if I could sell some things and, you know, maybe do some good stuff with the money that I get from that, maybe, um, focus some of that money on charity or helping some folks that could use it. Um, not that I don't need the money, because I mean, you know, I'm not an asshole. But uh, you know, um, I, I I might mention two things. Easy things to spend money on. Uh, the first one is uh, basically you make for tools, uh, also alcohol, but uh, but you make for you know you you basically sell uh, some of your items that you do it to just to upgrade your tools and kind of get new things in the shop, and that's a fantastic way. And that's actually how I started. I started selling a few things just for tool money, so I wouldn't, you know, I could justify it to my wife, you know, yes, that machine cost, you know, $2,200, but don't worry, I sold $48 worth of stuff this month. <laughs> <laughs> so. Which, by the way, I needed a $500 tool to make. Right, um, so. right. So yeah. it, the We've other thing there. is, uh, I just bought uh, a gift um, from a maker in, in one of our groups. Uh, and I paid him in Disney, uh, e-certificates, right? Because I don't even know he, what you just said. I, I know, right? Like, like well, I, you, I have a certain hatred for PayPal. So I said, no PayPal. I said, okay, great. He says, well, I'll put this towards getting that Disney vacation for my kids. And I thought, well, hell that's not horrible. Hmm. You know, normally I'm not a big fan of very specific gift certificates as a form because sometimes people won't utilize them. But, you know, you know, you sell three or four pieces of whatever you do and you say, listen, you know, go on Disney, get an e-certificate or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, after you do that, you got half or most of your Disneyland vacation paid for, you know. Well, and, and and this, so this is going to sound incredibly douchey when I say it, and and like I guess I'm probably fine with that to some extent. But um, <laughs> the one of the things that you know, one of the goals that I kind of want to do is I'd like to be. Um, I think this is a big word. I don't know if I'm using it right, but more philanthropic moving into the next year. Um, and I don't know what that means, but I think it means you give more to charity and stuff. Izzy, you might be able to help me out with that. You get the toilet paper. 
with all the big words on it. Yeah, you're but, being um, right. Philanthropic. Yeah, so, um, and I think that if I can get set up to the point where, if I can start making things and selling off those things and then finding some way to uh, donate that money or do something with that so that I'm not using it for my own purposes in my mind that kind of gives me the the ability to make things sell them for profit but not not really be beholden to the product itself Mm -hmm. um because you know the money's being used for a good cause so well um, you know if you're gonna get if you're gonna jump headlong into philanthropy that's obviously a really great way of doing it that's really great well, and that's yeah. I, and that's kind of I can cheat a little because I can I can really I can really enjoy the things I'm doing, um, you know, and I can and that's one of the things I talk to my account a little bit about tomorrow is you know the uh, you know I think nonprofits are too complicated. I've looked into some of that stuff, but you know, just being able to, you know, if I can sell things, donate some of the profits from all that stuff, and just um, and you know, and the idea or the the idea would not be to actually sort of advertise things that way like hey you know a certain percentage of the proceeds goes towards this but um to be able to kind of do that anyway behind the scenes um it would be you know give me an opportunity to again you know do the work feel good about the work and then also feel good about the the money that you make from it because again i have a full-time job i don't have to do this stuff for a living um so and again you know i don't want to say i don't need the money because that's you know that's not really what it is but I don't know, man. I just kind of look around at the world like we kind of live in these days. And I look at, you know, and I, I mean, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. There's about 4,000 kids under the age of 18 who are homeless. You know, and you, and you start to think about that and you're like, Jesus, really? Like, I mean, is there not more that, that, that we could be doing? I mean, I'm looking, you know, I've got an iPad for almost every room in my house at this point. You know, it's just kind of it's sort of ridiculous the things that we spend money on that we spend energy on and you know there's 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 i mean these are children you know i mean kids under the age of 18 that don't have a home to live they live in cars and shelters and all this stuff and it's just like i don't know man i mean just it's there's got to be a better way to live in a better world and and you know it's you, you can't i've always been a big proponent of you can't expect change without change you know so um you know i've always said that i want to i want to be the world i live in you know so I can't expect other people to step out there and do these type of things if I don't decide I want to do them myself. So, um, so to some extent, I mean, you know, there's, there's some of that, but I want to kiss you right now. <laughs> Please don't I give you a big um, old hug, smooch you, squish your well, guts and, and, out. I mean, break a couple you know, what's, and listen, these are, these Mike things all make... sound like really like, you know, they sound really douchey when you say them, but I mean, um, I just kind of look at things that way. It's like, you know, I mean, I've got, I, I, I'm a very, very lucky man. I've got, um, you know, I've, I've got a career that I enjoy. I, I have friends that are supportive. Um, my family is fantastic. I have three healthy children. Um, you know, I, I still have both of my parents. I mean, you know, just, just all the things that you would want to have as a, you know, middle-aged guy, right? It's just, and, and, and I have more than most people do at my age. So, um, but then I look and it's, you know, there's just, there's just, there's, there's, there's gaps in that, you know, and there's, there's kind of holes in those things. So if I can get to a point where, you know, I can, I can give something back, um, you know, and, and part of that, I mean, you know, I'm trying to raise good kids so that they grow up to be, you know, good members of society and they can, um, you know, I don't want, I don't want to, to create assholes to put out into the world. So, you know, I, I want to, I want people to, I want to have, um, you know, a legacy that's kind of left behind of, you know, good children. And my kids are all good kids. I mean, they really are. Everybody says that about their children. But, um, I mean, my kids, are they're just very thoughtful, very, um, 
you know, very sweet. They're very helpful. They're, they're, they're empathetic. I mean, all the things you would want your, you know, your kids to be, my kids are. So, um, so, you know, if I can do more for the, for the world, if I can, if I can put just more good out there, then, then I take, you know, and I just, I think there's some benefit to that. I, you know, it would be nice if more people thought that way. I, you know, and I'd like to say that, you know, I think that way all the time and I'm always doing these things. I mean, I'm not, I do it as much as I can and I remember to, but, um, I, you know, just that's that's really all I'm looking for is I'd, I'd if I can do if I can turn my passion project into something that's not only beneficial to me in terms of it's something I really enjoy doing and it's something that I can put energy into without feeling exhausted from it, but then take that energy and turn it into something that can benefit you know people I don't know people I do know you know whatever the case may be. Why wouldn't you want to do that? I mean, it you'd, just seems you'd like... make a fantastic <sighs> pastor if it wasn't for all those dick jokes. <laughs> No, no, no. Leave, leave that crap out of it. Leave, leave that baloney out of it. It's just, you know, good person. I wish yes. everything that Mike was just elucidating on, if he, if we could put that in a bottle and shove it up a whole bunch of people's asses, this world would be a much better place. And that's well, it's it, that it, simple. It, it's that simple. And, you know. And before we have any parades for me, and please, I, I have some scheduled for myself, by the way, if you're wondering. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean. It, these are things that I want to set as goals and I want to say out loud because they're things that I could do better, you know? So, um, and, and, you know, not to toot my own harm, I consider myself to be pretty good as far as, you know, being a good person, being charitable, being kind, you know, just, just if I had to give myself a grade, which, you know, let's not, let's not kid each other. I love talking about myself. Um, but I mean, if I had to give myself a grade, I, I think that I do pretty well in those, those regards, but I think that I can do better. And selfishly, you know, if I can, if I can turn some of the things that I enjoy doing into that, I think that, I think that that's, the, you know, I just don't think there's any lose there. You know, I, I don't think that, I don't think that that is going to turn into something that's going to be a real problem for the world. If all of a sudden I start making, uh, you know, cutting boards or silhouettes or, you know, whatever the hell it might be, you know, if I don't start, if I start doing those things and I can start selling those things and then taking that money and doing some good with it, I think that, um, I just don't see how that turns out to be something bad. Can, so. can I give you a product idea? Because I think, I think it would be a, um, a good tie-in to that. Um, so you said silhouettes and I, in throughout the South, you constantly see cowboys leaning up against barns, you know, these, these five foot, six foot tall mm-hmm. cowboy silhouettes. Uh, you guys have seen them, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All over the place. So, yeah. So I often thought, and, and I, I've mentioned it to a couple of people with lackluster fanfare, you should, somebody should make those same silhouettes for superheroes. Hmm. Like, you can tell like a spider-man climbing up the side of a building you can tell you know superman standing there with a cape in the wind i mean these are all you're probably gonna get sued a lot i imagine if you no no no, no. this is completely within artistic merit you're not actually designing anything it's a silhouette (laughs) it's like saying it's like saying my shadow is copyrighted yeah that's probably true um I mean, so, it'd be, well, you know, and the other thing too is I think that, uh, you know, if you told the folks over at DC Comics and Marvel that you were going to take all the profit from this thing and, <laughs> you know, buy oh, shoes no. for children that don't have any, I, you know, I don't think they they'd want to push that lawsuit. Yeah. But, but it's, but, you know, it's it's just one of those things where in, in Margo's my end of that. So my wife, 
is is the I I tend to make the money, and then she'll come up to me and say, "Hey, our school needs X," and currently we're working on a project to build a um, a basically a STEM STEAM lab, and so we're going to be building out that that same thing, and it's not. Um, and it's it's kind of fun. Although I would tell you that M- Margot has a real passion for that kind of philanthropy, and it's an awesome. I mean, it just it's just an awesome feeling to do those things. And I think anything that you want to do, um, I think Izzy and I both would support you absolutely uh, at 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 turning your love and passion into something that is profitable. Um, you know that supports someone else i think is i mean it's it deserves a pat on the back so damn it suck it up mm. so well thank you I, I appreciate that and believe me if i decide this is something i want to do i know that there's no shortage of people that would be absolutely behind you know doing it so but uh, yeah i mean just you know lose a couple of pounds maybe live a little bit longer um see if i can put some more good shit out into the world you know I don't know. It uh, sounds like a pretty good 2018 to me. So, but uh, what have you guys thought up, or did I just knock all the wind out of this idea? <laughs> so, I was going to say make more money and 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 pollute a little bit more, but whatever, <laughs> whatever, that's fine. No, I'm. Uh, I, you know what? I'll let Izzy go last and wrap this up. But uh, tw- uh, 2018 is going to be an awesome year. Uh, for a number of reasons. Personally, I bought my first home. Yeah, you did. And I waited a, a probably, I'm 40 now. And so I imagine people oftentimes buy their houses in their 30s. Um, but I waited a long time to save up some nickels and uh, wanted something really special. So we're going to be working on that for 18 and trying to get everything, you know, kind of, kind of you know, live in that thing. And so that's that's kind of personally at the shop. Um, I have some big plans. Uh, we're probably going to be moving the shop the first part of the year um, to the new homestead uh, and building a new shop the last part of the year. Uh, so uh, I was tired of paying uh, people for pieces of land I didn't own. So this gives me an opportunity to do those things. So that's, that's kind of it for the big, big plans. The rest mm. of it's just the, you know, make sure our employees are getting paid better, making sure that we're making enough money to make that happen, making sure we have enough product, you know, and different things to make sure everything's kind of safe. And then the rest of it is, you know, your idea of spending more time with kids is I'll, I'll be I'll be working at my house, you know, is, is the plan. I will be on the property and, um, my daughter's going off to college for the first year in the coming months. And that'll be, I'm just very excited for because Mm. in fact, I told her she kept looking for, you know, we're around the Atlanta area. She kept mentioning some things around here and she kept mentioning things very close to us. And I said, Jesus, why don't you go to like Tulsa or Seattle or, you know, Uruguay, you know, go somewhere, <laughs> you know, get, get out of, 
get out of this you know anytime you live in a town no matter how big the town is it's still your small town you know and and people have their thoughts and ways and everything like that i said go see how the rest of the world works because i traveled a lot years ago and i've lived a couple of different places so it's it's fun to see those different things so I will be experiencing college again, hopefully, mm. uh, through my daughter, uh, for good or for bad, and that's that's kind of 2018. I don't have. Can I can I give you just one suggestion? This is going to sound really really stupid. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but somebody told me this a while ago, and I, I when I heard it, I thought it was really stupid, but it turned out to be really good. If you get into a situation where you're actually working from home. Um, when you get up in the morning, get ready and get dressed like you're going to work. And when you're done with work, change your clothes. Ooh, so it's, that's a, it's smart. A, it's a very simple kind of thing, but it's if you know if you, when I used to I used to work out of my you know the room I'm recording in. I used to have an office here, and you know I used to I used to get up in the morning and just you know in my pajamas and go to work and you know you and then when work was over. I'd still kind of be working and, you know, it just never, there was never an on or an off. But if you can get to a situation where when you get up in the morning, if you put on clothes to go to work, even though you're just stepping outside your own house, um, that's a very important step because it basically, you're essentially turning on the switch to go to work. And when you're done working, come home and change clothes. Even though you're, you're, you're coming home, you haven't left home. That, that step, that mental break will keep you from wanting to turn back around and go back to work. So it's... So um, so would we call that the Mr. Rogering it? Um, and if, you, if you're a sweater guy, I'm not judging. Um, please. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that would be... Um, I, I thought that it was really a, kind of a dumb idea when I first heard it and I started doing it. And I, the, the difference it makes in the quality of your life is night and day. I mean, because you just... It, it when you work from home, you're always working. There is no end to work, you know. So right, um, and that can be very monotonous, and it can get in the in the way of a lot of different things. But if you say, okay, at five o'clock, I'm changing my clothes, and I'm finished. Um, you know, now it's family time. That little, that one little thing. It doesn't have to be. You know, you got in the shower and you just, just hey, take this shirt off, put another shirt on. It that that mental break will change a lot of things for you mentally. And it really does give you sort of a difference because there's no there's no leaving work, so you have to mentally break yourself from what you were doing. Sure. So yeah, that that can be very helpful. Um, I mean, especially you know, if you're working outside in Georgia or your shop, you get sweaty and in summertime. Like I, I take I take three showers. Yeah. I'm too big of a man to walk around without having at least a clean t-shirt on mm-hmm. for two hours at a time. Like I mean, there's just. I don't know how to explain it. Fat, fat kids sweat. I mean, it's just, it, it's how it works. Is it, is it bad that that turned me on just a little bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even feel like a terrible person for saying that out loud. But, um, yeah, that just a, just a suggestion. I thought it was stupid, but it actually turned out to be a really, really I like big, it. big deal for me. So, I, I try to, to do an end to work. Unfortunately, my business works in a number of... Uh, I, I, uh, it, it works in, a, unfortunately, in a multitude of time zones. So there's, there's a part of me that is always kind of checking in on things. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but in general, the hard parts of the day, the actual running around, cutting things, sanding things, you know, boxing things, you know, whooping various asses things, mm-hmm. um, that, that usually is able to be ended at a certain point, which is nice. I don't, I don't know if I'd, I, I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll go in my shop, even when it's on property at eight o'clock at night, go, oh, I think I'll just, you know, do these things. Well, and it's not even those things. It's the, you know, like just just being, one of the things that I found and one of the reasons I don't like working from home because I have a hard time turning it off, um, it just you're, you know, you're having dinner with your family, you know, you're doing that, you're doing that thing, right? The the old American dad, but you just, you, even though you're sitting there with your family, you're still kind of distant from your family um, because, you know, your, I mean, your office is, I mean, my say, you know, situation, it's, it's right up the stairs, you know what I mean? So, you just get to that point where you're kind of, you know, you're, you're still together with them, but you're you're kind of away because your mind's on a bunch of different things. Sure. And just that one simple thing of, you know, just just changing a shirt and put on a different pair of clothes, um, it gives your mind sort of a okay, this is what we're doing now, you know, and it's oh yeah. So now you can yeah. just be more focused on, you know, and you just have to you you, you kind of have to train yourself to the point where hey, I'm putting my work away now, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and, and that time can move. You know, it doesn't have to be a rigid schedule. It's just okay. You know, I'm done with work now. So you know, if it's if it's five o'clock, four o'clock, seven o'clock, whatever the number is, um, I've finished all the things I need to do. I've given, I've I, I've been responsible enough, and I've given my job the, the attention it deserves. Um, I my family deserves the same. And you know, you just that that one little thing is a big big deal. So I like it. Fantastic advice. But uh, Izzy. You get to uh, you get to bring this thing in. You got, I mean, seven thousand things you're currently working on. What are your goals for 2018? I was just thinking about what you guys were talking about: changing your clothes, and you know, when you're working from home, and the, you know, changing that. It really does. I mean, the certain habits and certain things that you do can really change your mental um, your mental thought process. So it's just like, hey, I'm done with work. I'm gonna, you know, put on some casual clothes or whatever. Take your work boots off. However, it is for me, it's I get in bed. And I'm not working anymore. Mm. You know, I do the same thing when I get up. I go to work, and when I'm done, I, I go to bed. So that works really well for me. So, <laughs> but, well, there's that. Oh. <laughs> so, not not quite what I was talking about, but I, I get where you're coming from. No, but um, yeah, you know, um, I'm really kind of impressed. I mean, it's not really like the quintessential things that we've been talking about that you hear from like 2018. I'm going to quit smoking. And I mean, obviously you talked a little bit about losing weight and I'm on board with you on that. And in 2017, I, uh, I lost, stop touching yourself in public. There's, you know, the usual. One, yeah. The you usual. Know, <laughs> I lost almost a hundred pounds, but moving here, um, without a kitchen and everything, I've been, I've gained about 12 of that back. So mm, Taco Bell. Taco Monday here. It's not Taco Tuesday. It's almost sacrilege, but hey, go with the flow. When in Rome, you know. So I think um, it's Canadian time. Yeah, Michigan Monday. Michigan Monday. Um, so it's uh, you know some of those things are on my plate for sure. Uh, the one big thing that I have to do is quit smoking, and um, I've been looking at some options. I notice as I'm getting older, uh, you know. I think this 2017 was kind of a come to terms year for me is that I am getting older and I am not the, I'm not the same Viking I used to be. I can only get away with so much before my body starts, um, rebelling back in violent ways. Yeah. What the hell's up with that, by the way? What's that? Nobody. I mean, when you're a kid, you're like, well, you'll understand when you're older. No, 
No, you won't. Uh-uh. There's there's no understanding of why when you get out of bed, you actually feel worse. Yep. Than you did when you actually went into bed. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's he's not lying. I mean, there's some things. He's not lying. There's some things there that I never I never expected that I learned this year. Hard lessons this year. Uh, you know, I've always been just a beast, and I've always had this one mode, and it was beast mode. And now, beast mode gets me hurt, so <laughs> I have to be more careful, which is, um, which was really kind of difficult for me to come to terms with. But uh, this year has been a lot of coming to terms, so um, and that's part of it, you know. And then I think next year is going to be, you know, taking what I've learned from this year and not letting this year ever happen again, ever. <laughs> so, mm. but. Um, I tell you, you don't. This is going to sound incredibly terrible when I say this, and, and if everybody wants to chastise me for it, please do. But um, hopefully, the point won't be missed in the anger. <clears throat> I have found that um, quitting smoking—the easiest way to do that—seems to be getting cancer, because everybody I know that ends up with lung cancer, they have no problem quitting smoking <laughs> right after. <laughs> um, I mean, if the doctor tells you, hey, you got lung cancer, and uh, by the way, you're fighting for your life every day, uh, you should probably quit smoking, those cigarettes have a tendency to lose a lot of their value. Um, I, I And I've known a bunch of people that have gone through this, and believe me, and they were disgusting smokers. Like, it was, you know, just 300 packs an hour, you know, type of thing, and then they're like, oh, cancer, and they're like, oh, I think I'm probably done smoking. Um, I think it, you know, this is kind of the way I'm thinking about the whole you know, losing weight thing, uh, it's probably a good idea to make those changes before they tell you, hey, uh, you know, you got diabetes or, hey, you got, you know, stage four cancer or whatever the case is. If you can, if you can, (laughs) he's lighting up this fucker. (laughs) But um, yeah, if you can get to a point where, you know, you're, you're kind of getting out ahead of that, um, that might make more sense to do, you know, just... Just as yeah. a little tip there, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Something I, yeah, like... so, so we're square with the world, and this is going to sound like really tough guy crap, but I don't mean it like that way because I really don't mean it that way. That doesn't scare me. Cancer, dying, you, that's, you're talking the wrong language to me. What scares me is not being able to do the things that I want to do now. I don't – that stuff, blah. You know. Um, you, you do know that being dead kind of hinders goals, right? Like I don't know – uh, yeah, but given the, you know, when you start really thinking about the reality of our lifetime, it is minuscule compared to the existence of what of everything. So, you know, 10 years, 20 years, does it really make that big of a difference? Not really. So. Oh, no, I get it. I just, you know, you just said you don't want to be able to, uh, you know, not do the things you want to do. And, that, you know, I think death kind of slows that down. Uh, at least. Well, it's, I won't <laughs> yeah, care if I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, but there, there's a yin and a yang. So the the yang is that that you can't do the things that you want to do. The the yang is you don't care. Yeah. You can't do the things that you want. To oh do. no! And again, I don't. I, you know, like I said, I know that people when they hear that are going to be like, "Wow, what a dick!" Um, and I am. But at the same time, I just um, you know, if if you can get out ahead of the the health issues by making smart choices, and I'm talking about myself here. This is you know, I, I, I talk about the uh, the cancer thing, you know, with cigarettes, but I mean. You know, when you're, you know, you're in your 40s and you're 50 pounds overweight. I mean, you're you're basically a time bomb walking around. You know, so I mean, that's that's essentially, you know, where I'm at. So it's like, I, I I'm young enough where I can make changes without needing a whole host of doctors to kind of fix things. So I'm trying to. I really want to spend the you know this time to sort of change a lot of habits and 
a lot of things. I've had some some medical stuff over the last year or so I haven't really talked much about, even though I talked about almost dying on this podcast. But the um, there's some other things that, you know, just kind of that I've been dealing with that I don't speak about publicly that I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I, I think I'm on the other side of and I'm trying to kind of put those things behind me at this point. So, um, you know, the, one of the, the largest group, like you said, the people that, uh, you know, get cancer, quit smoking the quickest. Uh, the people who lose a lot of weight are the people who get diagnosed with diabetes. The, yeah, the, is that true? <laughs> you know, going, going from where you have to stick yourself with a needle three times a day, people are like, you know, that eclair doesn't look all that no. good. I'm, well, I'm and, good. and the, the worst part about all this shit is that you don't know what's, like, good anymore. Like, you don't know what, I mean, <clears throat> people that eat meat and, you know, shit all the time, you know what the number one cause of death for those folks is? Heart disease, right? Well, do you know what the number one cause of, of uh, death for vegans is? Heart disease. <laughs> so it's like, so which do you do? You know, it's like no one knows anymore. Right. So I've got the you just got to kind of you. figure out like what makes you feel good at some point, right? I mean, that's the, and that's that's basically what the next four or five months is going to be for me is just experimenting with different all kinds of different things and figuring out okay. Which one actually makes me feel the best out of all of the things that I'm doing and, and trying to understand that because everybody's so varied on that. But it's just like you start doing some research on this shit and you're like, I don't know. I don't know what is good and what isn't good. And then, you, you know, the experts, they don't have any idea either. I mean, well, it's you just... look, look at look at, you know, you, you look at the Japanese and the Orientals who eat and I'm not being stereotypical here, mm. but they eat tons of carbohydrates with rice and all the vegetables and everything that they eat. Um and then they live to be 100 years old. And you look at Germans who eat nothing but, you know, not, again, stereotypical, and I don't mean this across, you know, everybody, but they're just meats. I mean, meat, 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 meat. And they live to be 80 to 100 years old. And then you look at the French who wine and cheese, and they live to be 80 to 100 years old. And then you look at Americans. Yeah, but they're always pissed off. Well, whatever. Yeah, they are. And then you look at, Sorry, you look at them. It's, it's not... <laughs> It's not what we eat. It's you. It's who you are. So apparently, being American, you're screwed. You're gonna die in your 60s or 70s. So I think now. Listen, I'm not a scientist or smart, or uh, you should not listen to me in any reason. But it seems like the biggest problem we have here in the states is that there is too big a variety of food, and your body just can't get used to digesting one thing. Well, because there's that. that like you look at like the Inuit like Inuit people eat seal like they eat seal and seal meat and blubber and fat and just that's basically all their diet ever consists of and they don't get cancer and they live to be like 80 or 90 years old mm-hmm. you know and it's like but that's all they eat they just have like a very specific singular kind of because there's no vegetables growing under the friggin ice I mean it's you know you if you dig down seven feet under ice you might find a you know a berry growing if you get real lucky but um, you know these other yeah, places the same type of thing yeah, same type of thing. Like you know, you talk about you know people in the Orient where they you know if they, traditionally I know that things obviously have evolved quite a bit, but you know where they you know primarily rice and things that are heavy in carbohydrates. They just they their body is used to that thing. Yeah. Over here, you know, we eat meat and carbs and vegetables and horse shit and deep fried everything and sugar and more sugar and you know your body just like. Come on, man. Give me, you know, get, there, <laughs> send me into the same fight at least once a week. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't even know what you want me to do anymore. You just so. said the magic word. It's sugar. It, you know, if you can yeah, remove sugar's that the one, worst shit in the world. If you can remove, but. it's cocaine. Sugar is food cocaine. If you can get rid of sugar, that one thing, if you can remove that from your diet, everything gets better. 
except for honey. If you want to see a really cool thing about that, watch a documentary called Food Inc. I don't know if you've seen that, but they I uh, haven't. It, it it talks about how they've how they put sugar in all the foods here in, in the United States, and it was basically because of the one senator in 1973 basically caused the whole thing because they he published a study from uh, on saturated fats, and it turned out that the sugar industry actually. Uh, doctored up all of those studies because they didn't want people to realize that sugar was the problem and now there's sugar in everything because they remove fat from everything and when you do you remove all the flavor so they replaced that flavor with sugar and now half the country's you know pre-diabetic so i'd I'd like to uh gloat for a moment i've been i don't know if i mentioned this or not but for the last did. did i so for the the last i don't know three four weeks i've been basically doing a no carb no sugar kind of a thing mm-hmm um, still drinking diet drinks, still eating food that is supposedly unhealthy for me, but I've lost about 25 pounds. Mm. Um, now 25 pounds, I, I, I have a frame that is 400 plus pounds, so it doesn't look, I mean, th- there's no particular, like, like that's, that's like your wife going, Oh, I'm, I, you know, I lost five pounds, baby. You look great. You know? That's, that's by the way which is the right answer right right every a hundred times out of a hundred uh but you know it's you it's, never so want to go really right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so but i i can i can tell so a couple of things are different um but it's it was it was not as horrible as i thought i tried to reduce my caloric intake which wasn't sometimes it's more horrible than others um, but in general, I just, I stay away from the bread. I stay away mm. from the sugars. And I was a, I'm an avid Coke drinker. I, I could slam six Cokes in a day and not even blink. Mm. If it's hot and I was mowing, just count two right there, you know, or whatever. So it's, it's, a it's, it's not particularly hard. You just, uh, the, you know, the worst thing about it is trying to find places to eat. Like if my wife, my wife went out and I actually skipped dinner with her because she went to a Chinese restaurant and, and there, I, I look at those th- and I'm like, I don't, there's, do I just ask them for a pile of, you know, beef? Because yes. I, because I can't, I can't really do the rice. I can't do the noodles. I can't do the breading. You know those things, so you do have to make some concessions. Um, but I, I eat a lot more steak and chicken these days, hmm. so there's that. You know, but but in general, it's it's not it's not impossible to do. You just have to like you have to pass by the Taco Bell. Like there's nothing at Taco Bell you can eat for this. They're you're definitely just, not going to sponsor gonna, the show. I mean, well, you no can way. just shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, like there are certain things like, like, uh, you just, you're not going to be able to eat at certain places. And that, and that's, it's sad because I like, like my favorite smell in the whole wide world, like how you sell, sell me a house, bake some bread in it. it oh, could I thought be, you were going to say walnut burning, but no, go ahead. <laughs> No, it's, it's walnut burning too. Actually, walnut smells the best out of all the woods. Mm. Sassafras does. Sassafras does it? it. Smells like root beer. I don't even yeah. know what you just said. Uh, anyway, but 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 that's my two cents on weight loss. I am currently doing it. I am failing some days, and I'm doing really well on other days. I I find that um, uh, protein shakes are kind of nice, and protein bars uh, kind of hit the sweet spot with whatever magic they have in them. Uh, and the rest is just kind of sticking to the plan. Nice. 
Yeah, and we're an hour and 12 minutes into this, so we'll probably have to save my New Year's resolutions for next podcast, just so you know. Oh, shit, no. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, wait, there's not enough time. <laughs> so. Oh, is, that, is it really that much you're going to have to do? Because um, well, we're probably going to record the next podcast like tomorrow, so I don't, uh, I mean, they won't hear it for a week or so, but we'll, right. we probably won't miss any steps here. No, I was so. just going to, I wanted to comment earlier, we were talking about the smoking thing, and, and the funny, it, you may find this funny, but the... Um, Probably one thing that's actually going to get me to quit smoking is my feet are cold now. Uh, I've I've been in I've been I've grown in cold climates my entire life. Never had to deal with cold feet. I can't get them to warm up, and it's got a lot to do with my circulation isn't is nowhere near what it used to be, and that's obviously a lot to do with smoking. It's smoking hmm. is awful for your circulation. Um, and if anything's going to get me to quit, something like that will. And then you know the. Um, the waking up in the middle of the night coughing my guts out uh, is the other thing. So, Well, hey, listen, do me a favor. I don't want you to get cancer because you're one of my favorite people in the whole world. So I like... Now he just, only tells that to almost everybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I'm telling it to you this time, so it should matter right. to you right now. But the... Um, <laughs> You're, uh, yeah, the the world needs more people like you, not less. So whatever you can do to prolong your being, please do that. Whatever that is, that would I, and I'm speaking for a lot of us out here in the world right now. So I, I, they've they've nominated me to be their representative. So if you can be here longer, you should do the things that allow you to be here longer. Working so, on it. And yes, please do those things. Um, if not for yourself, for the rest of us. You know, I think I'd like to, to just before we go is just you know, um, kind of say to everybody out there in the community because this has been a wild ride for for a lot for me this year and it's one of the things that's held me together and kept me moving forward and not giving up on this the training center and not just you know um finding some hole in the wall up in the up to crawl into and hammer out a couple of videos a week is um is the community um just watching you guys and seeing everything that you're doing and the positive influences and the changes and just the growth and, and everything that matters so much. So, um, you know, hats off to the community out there. You got all guys and gals who, who are doing it every day and putting out the content and sharing their projects, whether they're creators or whether they're Instagrammers, just whether there's, you know, just people who are involved. Um, and, and, you know, battling just like we all do. We all have our battles. We all have our day-to-day madness and craziness and ups and downs and, but the one thing that, you know, is always there is that is the community. People are always sharing the projects, asking questions, getting involved and seeing the new people coming into the community this year. And some of the some cats that came in last year and just really blossom into amazing, you know, um, uh, pillars of this community has been has been awesome. So, uh, you know, keep doing what you guys are doing out there and, and do more of it in 2018. Share more projects, be be more active. Uh, you know, uh, do what you can. And like Mike, as Mike was talking about earlier, if there's ways that you can, if there's ways that you can help others out in the community that don't damage your, your quality of life or your family, by all means do it, you know, get out there and find a way to be helpful. Um, donate to your church charities, donate to, uh, you know, local groups that are helping local. And I always say donate locally. And there's a reason for that. Uh, I, I don't, support large charities never have never will um i'm not interested in buying the ceo of a even if it's a you know even if it's a 501c3 corporation they still pay a ceo a ridiculous you know salary um and granted there needs to be some organization and they should get paid for it but 
when you're paying a CEO $750,000 of, you know, who runs a small charity, that's a little ridiculous. That's so, not a small charity, by the way. Well, just throwing that out there. Yeah. But any charity period. Mm-hmm. Um, there are ways to manage and allocate and run businesses that don't require paying a CEO a quarter, three quarter of a million dollars. And there's a lot of companies out. There's a lot of 501c3s that do that. So be very careful mm-hmm. about giving money to large charities. Find local there's charities. A- find there are tons of local charities. There's tons of people in our community that could use help. Um, there's there's places that you can put that energy and money that are much more beneficial to the to the end user, as it were, um, than going, you know, than you putting your, your dollar a month into a, a large charity where the person might actually see 0.01% of that money. Mm-hmm. So, Hey, Izzy, if you, if you look at charity navigator, mm-hmm. um, it's a, it's a site that basically judges, uh, charities. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it looks for, uh, like what they, because they have to list out their expenses on things. And what they do is they go through what their contributions are and everything, and they kind of figure it out down to, you know, of of their good works, right? Mm-hmm. How much of that money that gets donated actually reaches to that, you know, end user kind of a thing. Right. So it's it's actually a really cool website. It's very, very popular. Well, that's um, one of the reasons... For that kind of thing. Yeah, one of the reasons I support small and local charities is because... A hundred percent of the money reaches the end user. A hundred percent of the energy goes to the end user. If it's if it's organized and 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 um, run by churches or small groups, they don't keep any of the any of that money that you put in. And maybe they maybe they keep part of it to pay for a banquet, but the rest of it goes to the end user. You know, mm-hmm. so there is no worry about uh, who's getting what. It's um, th- those are the kind of things that make a bigger splash. And it hits, well, it, it, and it hits closer to home. Which I think, if we all spent more energy, you know, if we all spent more energy in our communities, it would make a lot bigger difference than if we were, you know, supporting something that is way bigger than we we have um, in our scope. Well, one thing too is if you, you know, a lot of people, especially this time of year, and I mean, just in general, there's a lot of folks out there that want to be helpful and 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 benefit people that don't have money to donate, but. If you have free time, um, I've never met a charity that didn't need people to volunteer and just offer some time up. Amen. And yeah. If you you know you don't you don't have to have money to make a difference. Um, yeah. Well, you, I, know, you really don't. So and, and you can you know by all means if you can you know if you can give give of your time, um, it will benefit you as much as it benefits the people that you're helping. I mean it it gives the the feeling of empowerment that you get from from helping people that need help um you know it just it mean we're, we're built that way i mean you know just from mm-hmm. that, that's just the way human beings are i mean we we are programmed our uh, in our genes to help other people um and when you do that i mean the benefits to you you know are, are, are at least as equal as the benefits to the folks that you're you're able to help so if you can't afford to give money um you know, don't let that be an excuse. If you have free time, you can afford to give that. I mean, it doesn't cost you anything to go volunteer for some organization that needs help. And I can promise you, you can find an organization around you that would love to have a few hours of your time. So yeah, I, I'm, I want to shout out to like Russ Clarity. Uh, he's a member of Toolmasters and has his own um, show and 
He's got a he's got a good wood, woodworking group down in Florida, and they just made twenty was it twenty two hundred toys to donate to yeah, local charities. That. that was awesome. You know, that's 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 the kind of stuff that you know. Even if you don't have money, you can go out to your shop and spend a couple afternoons building some kids' toys or, you know, doing something cool that way. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, you, and listen, you may not be able to do that either. I mean, but you can you can find a way to be you can find a way to be a, a to make a difference. I mean, mm-hmm. you. you, you you know, there, there is, there, whatever resource you have, somebody can use it. I mean, it, it, whatever, I mean, and there's plenty of resources that you have access to that don't cost you anything. So, yeah. you know, don't, don't be afraid. But, uh, well, listen, guys, we got, um, you know, it, we're, we're, I don't, you know, well, I'd say we're running long, but we don't really have a schedule for what we do or plans or, you know, any type of guidelines or resources of any kind. So, uh, you know, I mean, we're, we can do whatever the hell we want, but um coming out of you know an hour and 20 minutes in uh, probably a good good way to sort of wrap this up but um izzy you got anything you want to talk about promote uh anybody you want to highlight uh bring attention to i just want to say a big thank you to um my toolmasters members and uh this is not a not a plug for toolmasters um i am having a group of people come up the th- uh, between the 15th and 21st and I, I talked a little bit about that in a live last Monday for Toolmasters, and then just the response I got was incredible. I, you know, it's we're going back to that whole generosity of, of woodworkers in, in this community. It's it's uh, huge, and um, I, you know, I just posted the dates up, and I'm already you know, there's already I posted the dates up just before we started the podcast. There's already like 25 comments over there, and mm. you know, guys that are like, I'm coming, I'm coming. So it's it's incredible again it's just incredible that the the generosity and and that so uh especially the guys over there in the tool masters members uh the tool masters members uh they're just incredible i mean incredible people what a great community Uh, i couldn't be more pleased and without without sounding condescending in one one little bit very proud uh to be part of that and to really to um to see all that happening it's it's a uh, humbling and and amazing so toolmasters mm. members i love you guys thank you joel i don't have anything in particular uh i hope that everybody is done with their christmas shopping and that they are going to have a good season and um you know eat less sugar and quit smoking and give and uh yeah that's pretty much it. Oh, all right. Well, um, guys, uh, maybe I've said too much.com. You can find us on the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram at maybe podcast. Send us comments, questions, show ideas, um, whatever the hell you want to talk about. So uh, we read your messages. We laugh at some of you, um, but we, we definitely read them all. So feel free to reach out to us. If there's anything you'd like us to talk about, um, we're happy to bring it up. We have had more than a number of um, comments from listeners turn into actual shows. So um, that's pretty much it. I appreciate everybody. Uh, Guys, thanks again for coming together for another hour and whatever this is of internet glory. And uh, we will catch you guys all on the next episode. So thank you very much, everybody, and good night. Thanks, guys. Good night, everyone.